Hey guys, Alex here, AJNashville.com, here with Mr. Do I do the intro? Jeffrey Perry. Hey, everybody. That wasn't as climatic as. No, 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 no. You were expecting to be like, and really you were just like, Ugh. that's okay. <laughs> so, There's, speaking of that. That's like when you step on the gas and you expect the car to launch off the line and it goes, Bleh. right, right. Because you have it in the wrong gear if you have a, a, oh, that's a stick. A good have you ever point. done that before? No, but you know what? When I was a little bit younger, I used to have an Audi A6, okay? This is a car. I worked my ass off for this car. I actually wound up losing it to repossession because I couldn't afford it. Yeah. Once I hit a certain point, I I quit my job. And couldn't afford it. Tow truck driver's like, hey, this is mine now. And I'm like, all right, cool. But anyways, um, <laughs> I was driving down the road, and this car next to me was making so much damn noise. It sounded – he sounded like he was going fast. If you just took an audio recording of it, you'd be like, dude, that thing was hauling it's ass like, on. Bleh. It was like, Wah! And it was going I, – I, I would assume the speedometer was like one, one and a half, <laughs> two – Miles per hour, you know, it was just oh, it was no. slower than dirt. So it was trying to go though. I mean, it was lucky it was still running. It was it. like the transmission was slipping the entire time, but the engine was going as fast as it could. That's yeah, kind of like that. Except I don't think the transmission was slipping. I just think the car had a total of like seventy two horsepower, and ninety of the horsepower uh, horses were lame. Yeah, you know that type of deal. Mm-hmm. So speaking of horsepower, speaking of high speed, this is going to be a kind of a a fun episode. You know, Jeff was looking. We were getting ready to start this podcast. I had a different topic in mind. And Jeff glanced up at the the, the one-by-twos that I have that build out my studio, and there's numbers on it. He starts laughing. I'm like, what the fuck are you laughing at? You know, because I take offense to people laughing. <laughs> but he starts laughing. I'm like, what are you laughing at? He's like, I can't believe you made me number all those boards. So the story behind that was we were in our office in Franklin. Actually, I said, this fucker made me number yeah, all these fucker. boards. That's the title. I'm your employer, you fuck dick. <laughs> <laughs> but so, you know, we're leaving Franklin office. We're moving all our stuff here to Spring Hill. And he's like, what do you want done with the studio? Back at that office, our studio was a room built inside a room. So it was an 8 by 8 room that was built in a room that was probably about 12 by 14 maybe. A lot of trips to Home Depot. Yes, a lot of trips. A lot of of boards cut, screws screwed, bolts cut, you name it. I mean, dude, it was full on Tim the Toolman Taylor upstairs. Yeah. And I had Jeff – number all these when you took them down, right? Yeah. Because you I wanted to make sure. You down in sequences so that we could put it back together properly. But. Yes. Because I wanted to build the room within the room again. Mm-hmm. And the idea was mm-hmm. that we we get everything set up and we build it out the same way it was. And if you number them all, it would just be – it would be like paint by number. You'd be like blue, yeah. two. You were no thinking words. we're going to put it back together like one of those like tents that have all the stakes that are numbered, you know, the, yeah. or the poles that I'm are like, all numbered. I'm like, let's do it. Right. So this episode, we're going to talk about some of the funny things that I've, I've had Jeff do. <laughs> and some of the things have been, you know, the, it's simplicity in this. If everything's numbered, you put it back together, the screws should go in the same holes, and you just drill it up, and boom, you're good to go. So, unless they have metal studs in the walls. <laughs> yeah, well, no. And the other thing is with this particular office, it made more sense to build a single wall and section it off because of the style of office that we're in now yeah. compared to the one that we were in before. So, you know, you've done that. How many fish tanks do you think you've taken down? Oh, dude. 20? At least. At least 20. And we're not talking about just regular small fish tanks. We're not talking about, you know, a little 10 galloner with a guppy in it. We're talking hundreds of gallons. Oh, the best is trying to catch Tupac and not get spined oh, when we're dude. draining the tanks. Oh, remember the stoner? 
Remember we go to that guy's house <laughs> to buy that 120 gallon oceanic tank and we walk in and it smells you can smell weed just oozing out of this house. And it weighs heavy. And he was the, high as can be. And the tank weighed a ton. That tank weighed <clears throat> who got that tank? Mike had that tank and he sold it to someone. That tank I bet weighed two hundred and fifty pounds. When we got this thing, it was up it was up some little stairs, so there was little flights of stairs. It was an older home, so it had a little bit of character to it. So it's one of those things where you kinda of have to wind around and go up a little flight of stairs and down into the kitchen and then down into the the front area and then out the door to the truck. And I'm a short guy. Yes, you are. I'm not that short though. I'm still marketable. I, de- I look decent. So <laughs> Alex is obviously taller and has more leverage at a higher leverage point, and I have it at a lower lower point. So any of the heavy weight goes downwards towards me because I'm lower than he is. So this tank is heavy. I mean, we we had to to man up to carry this thing down the stairs, and we did. But yeah, the guy was just higher than a kite. Yeah, he was higher than a kite. We were trying to get this thing in. I had the bike. I felt like I was getting time, a right? contact high. There was so much smoke in the air. Yeah, it definitely. <laughs> yeah. But this is I had the black truck at the time, right? You did. So that was six inches worth of lift on thirty fives. And yeah. we're trying to lug it in the back of there. It's it was it a, no, it was a regular bed. Yeah. But still with everything, it barely fit in the back of the truck. And then we took it and we had to take it out. And how many tanks I mean, remember the sand? So in between our two offices, there the was like the worst was the other tank that we had to go pick up in in Antioch. Which one? At the the house that was just oh gross. yeah that was that was on a day that everybody else canceled Cold work because as hell. It was, there was ice on the ground. Yeah, remember? Yeah. So we go pick up this. He's tank. like, dude, we're gonna go get this tank. I'm like, what? And it's at this house, and this house, this house hadn't been cleaned in a while. I don't think. Dude. I mean, if it had, it was clean. I like didn't want to touch anything. And I'm very sensitive to smells, and I was having a hard time. Yeah, so we get this tank. It's 150 gallon tank. It's six foot long. It's got an. It's a nice tank. It's yep. got a nice little stand and everything yeah. to it. But you left there, and, and we and left there was and ice we, all over the the, uh, the steps stairs going down yep. to get and, this thing out. And we left there. Remember, we drove straight to Walgreens and bought hand sanitizer. Remember? Washed our hands, got <laughs> hand sanitizer. Yeah, it was bad. And 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 getting the smell off of the stand. Oh for, my god. For, Forever. Where did that stand sit for a while? It sat in my garage, didn't it? Yeah. And it, it, sat, and it stunk for a while. And then finally that smell went away. But that was a nice setup too. And and this is only a couple of the things that we've done together. The hardest one was the the big one you've got now, getting that one the two forty broken down and taken home to your house. Oh yes. My God. That one was a chore. Yes. Yeah, but that that was at Lance's house. The house is clean and everything it else. Was, but you it know? was that was buckets and buckets and buckets of sand and critters and things and it was a lot of work. There's no question about it. Getting that tank from Lance's house, which was upstairs, mm-hmm. was a ton of work. Luckily we had it was me, you, Mike and, and, muscle, and Lance. Mike. Yeah. Yeah, we had muscle Mike on if the. If we didn't have Mike, man, it would have been. <laughs> well, and, and with me, with my broken legs, you know, it would have I don't been have as Lance much and neither, neither Lance or I would have been real good at that. Although no. Lance always says that he's gotten those things in and out by himself. Lance is cock diesel, though. For a little <laughs> how did, dude. How does he do that? For a little, because he uses a dolly. He cheats. Remember, he <laughs> dropped that 125 off. I don't care if you have a dolly or not, getting that big ass thing up that. He dropped that 125 off at the the office at one time by himself with a dolly. Yeah. Do you not remember that? I remember we showed up and it was there. What else have we done that was crazy? I mean, we've done a lot of things for veterans, you know. Uh, remember when we had the Hurricane Harvey relief mm-hmm. and the whole office, the front and the back office was completely full of stuff that we were taking out there. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't know how, but we managed to stuff everything that was in that office into the trunk of my BMW. Mm-hmm. Remember that? <laughs> it was the world's biggest trunk. I don't know if like we were both pros at Tetris or what the deal was, but we were able to jam everything in that little area. And then let's see some other crazy times that we had. Um, the sandbar in between the two offices. Remember that? When you came to the office, and you're like, where's all that sand from? I, I had the tank that I had brought over the weekend. I dumped all the sand out. I was rinsing it out, and I didn't realize I was going to create a sandbar. Basically, you had all this green grass, and then there was about a, a four-foot section that was just sand. And that was from it coming out of the tanks. Our other office neighbors had to know that all that was from us. Oh, I'm sure. There's no possible way they wouldn't. But see, I just talked to, to JP yesterday. And he's like, dude, he's like, we miss you. You know, you guys were awesome neighbors. We miss having you guys over here. We'll have to stop out and see him sometime. Yeah. yeah. Because they were super chill. I mean, he helped me with my laptop, you know, getting that up and running and putting a solid state drive in it and everything else. Super, super good people. You know, that's the cool thing is throughout the time, yeah, am I hard on you? I am. You know why? Because I look out for the people that work with me. Because you can be. (laughs) Because I can be. I'll give you hard. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, you won't. (laughs) No, but I mean, but there's lessons to be learned behind everything that we do. You know, there's a lot of times where I have to come in and be a hard ass to you because there's, you just won't get it through your, your little thick head, you know, that, that, Hey, it's got to be done this way. I mean, we've had conversations before where you do something one way and I'm like, no, do it this other way. And we figure out it's better that way. Or there's been times where you're like, Hey dude, let's do it like this. And I've listened some of the time. I get one a day. Everybody. That is, that's the thing. So Jeff knows and and he gets these one ideas a day. So something pops up and I'm like, boom, there's your one for the day. And that's his (laughs) limitation on, you know, rational things that help. And a lot of people, it's funny because so many people are always like, you pick on Jeff so much. You know how many agents we have that are like, you always pick on Jeff. I don't always pick on you. I mean, there's a lot of lessons to be learned and a lot of things that we do together. In all fairness, it's only me and you here. Right. So who else would I pick on? Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a lion and a sheep, you know? There was an analogy (laughs) or a a thing earlier and and people were like, I I read it somewhere and they're like, wow, how do do you get that? uh, It must be hard to get that lion that gets along with that sheep. And the, the zookeeper's like, no, it's not. He said, the sheep's actually harder. And the the person says, well, why is that? He's like, because we have to find a new sheep every day. <laughs> and it, they were talking about this, yeah. this zoo that kept a lion and a sheep together. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how it is. But, you know, at the end of the day, when it comes time to grind, we get shit done. You know, and that's that's what a real team is about. You know, we fight like brothers would fight. I mean, there's been times I come to the office, I'm like, you shut the hell up. You know, or vice versa, mostly vice, nah, mostly yeah. vice and not versa. Yeah. But, you know. We come in and we get stuff done and we make sure that we we execute. I make sure I look out for you. I mean, hell, your birthday, you get a nice bottle of Jack or Christmas or whatever it may be. You get a nice little gift and you reciprocate in return and we have fun. I mean, there's a lot that goes into this. There's a lot that goes into being in a, being a team and not being somebody that's just here to punch in, punch out and go home. You know, now there's there's been times where you've had to go do things and and I allow you the freedom to get those things done. You know, it's it's part of sacrifice with each other. You've done some pretty crazy shit like the fish tanks and stuff like that. That how many houses have we moved? We moved. Oh, <laughs> we moved three houses moved in like a very short period of and time. Helped other people move too. <laughs> but that that was to help out clients. That was kind of because remember we did well, the storage us. thing. You and us. Moving. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Us moving. Office moves. The clients we've helped, remember the client we had with the storage unit? Oh, yeah. And that was, I mean, that was was a a hot day, too. It was a hot day. 
It was. It had rained earlier that day because remember there was the big puddles in the yeah, the, but it was hot. It was hot and it was humid. But I mean, we still did it. We got after it, and people know that they can rely, rely on us to do stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, there's been times we filled the dumpster up when we shouldn't have with all kinds of garbage and trash and purging things, and you know. But the, at the end of the day. There's a couple things that that we have to keep in mind, and that's, you know, we look out for each other. We make sure that each other is in a good position, call each other on the weekend. Hey, how's everything going? You know, do you need anything? I'm running into Sam's Club. Do you want me to pick you up anything? You kind of missed that, though, when I bought my house, huh, with with getting a home inspection? Oh, yeah. Well, see, that's you're the person out of anybody that should have got a home inspection. I swear, if you would have picked up the phone and called Dave Ganatra at House of the Rock Home Inspection, Dude, you would have been Hindsight's 2020, my hindsight friend. Hindsight ain't 2020 for you. Hindsight's damn 2010. You know? <laughs> that, that is something totally different. But that's the thing is he could have saved you a ton of frustration because you've had to deal with a lot of things throughout the way. And I know it's been frustrating, and that's one of the things that I have to constantly ease your mind over. I will the, be using him. And the big thing is this, on the though. Next home. Here, here's the big thing that you have to bear in mind, and this is something that a lot of people don't think about when it comes to something as vital as a home inspection: is how much is your peace of mind worth? And that's what you have to ask yourself. And the nice thing about Dave and his team is they're affordable. Feel free to reach out to them six one five seven one seven seventy nine hundred. That's the other thing. Home inspections. I mean, you went through the walkthrough of my house, and I don't know that I went through the walkthrough of your house. Mm -mm. I don't think I did. That's probably why everything was missed. But, you know, that's what friends do. And at the end of the day, a lot of people see us, and they, I think people know that we're friends. I think people know that it's not just a, I'm his boss, you know. Although we do put it like that from time to time, and I think that's just an understanding of of how the relationship works. Just like when we met with uh, the agent the other day, and we had to explain, no, he's my loan officer assistant. We work together. Yes, he's a licensed loan officer. It's just understanding how the team is formulated, not necessarily how the relationship exists. Because we've known each other for how long? Uh, eight, nine years. How many times have I called you a pussy in that length of time? Oh, I can't count. Exactly. Are you kidding me? You can't count because you don't know how to. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but it's all in love. It's because, I, hey, I need to help you get over this hump. You know, you're having an issue with something and I have to help push you over the hump. And how many times have you helped me do things like move and, you know, bring, heck, I had you bring beer over one time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was after hours, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> but that's the that's the big thing, and that's kind of the moral to this story. You know, you have to love the people that you work with. You have to be willing to go above and beyond to do the things that you need to do to build solid foundations and relationships. I'm not saying go out there and kick it with every employee that you have. You know what I think it is, too, is I don't add things up in my head like, okay, I did all this for him, and I only got paid this today, and I only worked this day or whatever the case is. I don't sit there and add things up in my head. It's no, just, but you do just, make my, my motion sensors in my driveway go off. Right, you're sitting on your phone, and I'm like, "Are you going to come in, or are you just going to make those motion sensors go off all I day?" I just do that to test your patience, <laughs> even though yours are already gone. Yeah, and then you walk into World War Nine. Yeah, you know, so that's because it escalated to World War Nine because the other World Wars were already fought by the yeah. time you got in there. Yeah, so. they were cooling off. Yeah, but I mean, that's the big thing is is respect, enjoy the people you work with. Like I started to say, you don't have to go out and party with everybody that you work with. I, absolutely. That's the separation and divide that you want to keep because it's very hard to, you know, let go of friends or something if they're not performing. And at the end of the day, Jeff and I were friends before we were coworkers. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't really view each other as a boss uh, employee relationship because that's not how a team works. We're equals. We both do something. We both provide. We both contribute. And that goes for everybody else on my team. You know, Andrew Paul, 
buddy of mine. And I bring him up a lot because I've learned a lot of recent lessons from Andrew. And he says something. He says, don't be an island. We're a team. Regardless, if you need something, we're here to help. And that shows a lot. You know, when I come from a uh, years and years and years ago mortgage company where it was like, you just did your own shit. That's it. You know, you and I joke around all the time when we talk about a particular boss that we have and we're like, hey, at least you don't work for that person anymore. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. And it's it's funny, but the mentality was never, hey, don't be an island. We're a team. We're going to work together. Back then, the mentality was- What have you done for me today? Exactly. It's how can I return something that, you know, or how can I reciprocate when you've never given me something to reciprocate on? And that's that's really, truly the foundation of things is is having somebody that you can rely on. You know, the funny thing is, is I never have to worry about Jeff calling in and be like, hey, man, I'm not going to make it in today because uh, I'm sick. <clears throat> and knowing that he stayed out all night drinking or something like that, you know, and instead, I just show up and then I'm like, uh, and yeah, and instead I walk like, Go in. home and I'm like, no, right. <laughs> instead I walk in. I'm like, you, did you drink last night? And you're like, yeah, how can you tell? I'm like, cause you're ugly <laughs> or maybe because I'm ugly. I, I don't know, but you know, we know those things and, and it's about reliability. It's really, truly appreciating. You know, I don't have to buy Jeff a present for Christmas or his birthday and he doesn't have to do it to me. But when you truly appreciate the people you have around you, you bring them up with you. You know, and that's something we talked about early on in this relationship was, you know, we're the cream. We're going to rise together. And and that's something we've proven over the years. You know, when I make a little more money, you make a little more money. It hasn't been for, for where we are as far as being able to advance what you make. You know, we've we've done decent at being able mm-hmm. to do that and and continuing to grow. And that's the big thing is we want to watch each other grow. And when you start to care about your people, like they're people that actually are meaningful to you and not disposable, that creates a different environment. That creates a situation where a person wants to work to help you and your family succeed and not just to work to get a paycheck. So be mindful of that. Be mindful of the people that work together with you on your team. Treat those people with respect. Help those people advance. Do what you can to be there for the people, and your people will never leave you. Any closing words, Jeff? I know we were talking about all the crazy shit. We only talked about the one thing. Uh, which I know. Is, I'm looking around here thinking about all the cords. He hates cords. Oh, so. my God. I hate <clears throat> cords. So we have to hide cords. Cord management is something that is insane. Like when we first moved into these, this office, I was like, dude, I got to have, the, I gotta have my, my regular phone in here. He's like, oh just, my God. He's like, just use your cell phone. I'm like, no, I don't want to use a cell phone. I, it, it drives me nuts. And, and so he had to <laughs> – because we have <laughs> steel pillars down between, and steel pillars between the walls to get the the internet and the phone line into my office was quite the challenge because we didn't want to have the cords well showing I didn't really care about the cords but he does and so well you wanted to run a cord down the wall yeah and and I because I didn't care and right. I just wanted that the phone well and the old one was down the wall remember that yeah. So, you know, that was the big thing is we didn't want the phone cords to run down the wall. So what did I do? I <laughs> I, I put the – I drilled – did I have to drill a hole in the – yeah, I drilled a hole in the top uh-huh. of the wall, yep. dropped it down the wall and cut a hole in the wall and put a jack in there. Yep. And so now you have cord. Internet. Yeah, yeah. I have phone and internet in my, in my See, office. See, so it worked out perfect. I mean that was hard work on my end. It was. But how many cords are in the ceiling of this office? A lot. Like everything that you see that's powered, if you can't see a cord to it, it's because it's in the ceiling. Yeah, and there's a lot. Yeah, there is. There's a bunch. But, you know, <laughs> it, I'm weird like that. I mean, that comes from like the old audio, you know, the electrical car guy mm-hmm. of me. I just don't like seeing that stuff. There's nothing more unsightly than the cord. Even the cords to these microphones. I wish I could afford the – 
microphone boom system that Joe Rogan has where the cords are inside the boom itself mm-hmm. because that would be super awesome. And by the way, that brings up a good point. You know, we're, we are looking for new sponsors for the AJ Nashville podcast. Our goal this year is to hit 10,000 followers per episode. I hope that you can be a part of that if you're listening and you have some interest in it. It's it's a lucrative opportunity. A large portion of our listeners are veterans, mm-hmm. real estate, mortgage people. So if you have an industry that is kind of targeted towards that and you want to get on the AJ Nashville podcast and you want to be one of the people that we talk about like we do our friend Mr. Dave Ganatra, please feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to show you some of our pricing plans. They're affordable. They're great. There's something you're going to want to get, jump into. And I don't know if you're going to have some ROI. I would hope so, but we don't guarantee anything. But it's definitely something that would be worth your time and worth your money. So anything else, Jeffrey? No. All right. Well, hey, I want to thank everybody once again for tuning in. I hope you are having an exciting, a fun, and a great day. We'll talk to you soon.